0: Hello, boys and ghouls. That was a bad witch laugh. Yeah, you got to really put a cackle into it. It's got to be like... Ah! Wipeout. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should do a Halloween version of Wipeout that puts my laugh yeah. in front of it. That'd be sick. Somewhat, uh, people at home. Today, we're talking witches everybody witches yes we're getting kooky and spooky and creepy and crazy as we discuss our sisters of the night the witches coven and it's coven oh excuse me <laughs> i didn't know that i would messed up the pronunciation no this is from american movie i know i know Uh, yeah, we were really debating what today's episode should be, but because Halloween season is upon us and we're right in the middle of October, we're deep in the throes of spooky season, Yes, we thought it'd be a good time to talk about the classic, iconic character of the paranormal counterculture community. The witch. I say paranormal and counterculture yeah. because witches are are legendary and spooky, but they're also just real and new age weirdos who like uh, <laughs> put gold in their in their drinks and like wear crystals around yeah. their neck and uh, like
1: they have yoni eggs.
0: Yeah. And they study like, uh, tant- like tantra sex. Yeah. Techniques. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was funny in doing research, there's just like a lot of people being like, yeah, witches still exist. Um, they uh, practice, was it Wick- Wicca? Yeah. Wiccan. But uh, mostly uh, like a, you know, for love spells. And it's not a, a, and, uh, a hateful. And, like screwing over your boss. Yeah. It's not as hateful as like, you know, the witches of old. Well, of course, my phone goes off. <laughs> The phone hasn't
0: gone off, gone off all day, but we two minutes into a recording, so naturally it's got a buzz right so, now. Someone
1: did a phone spell on you.
0: Um, Yeah, it's interesting to me that you say that witches still exist because when did witches ever exist to begin with? I have my question.
1: I have the information about that
0: if you're interested. Well, I have information yeah. about it too, and I think my information might contrast or contradict. Okay. Your information. Yeah. So let me do mine first and then, okay. and then you can, and then you can contrast it with yours. Sure. Because what I found out in my research is witches have kind of always been around yeah. and never been around at the same time. Okay. Um, the Bible and you know, various ancient religious texts talk about people Who we have interpreted as witches by our modern lens, by the way we look at it from our modern point of view. But if you go back and look, uh, it doesn't specifically mention witches in the Bible. These are words that were later translated to be the English word of witch. Yeah. But the people that they refer to in the Bible um, could also be translated to be poisoners, or, um, you know, they, in the Greek version of the Bible, they're known as pharmakai or Okay, which is a Greek, um, style of magician. It's where we get the word pharmacy from. It's people who deal in oh. like herbs and drugs and medicine. Now you have to keep in mind that like in the ancient like an alchemist. world, yeah, in the ancient world, giving somebody, um, some sort of plants or some sort of extract to treat an ailment or affect the way that they feel might seem like magic. Where by today's standards, we would say, oh, that's just science and medicine. Yeah. So I don't think that they necessarily had the same view of a witch that we do coming from it from our, like, you know, 2021 perspective. But that isn't to say that they don't mention sorcerers, spellcasters, necromancers, yeah. and all different kinds of various forms of magic, black magic dark and evil magic in the bible and they do say you know they they prohibit using um sorcery to obtain things unnaturally necromancy or practice of magic or divination through demons or the dead and any form of malevolent bewitchery they just don't specifically say kill all the witches that that came later um because people often say the bible says you should never suffer a witch to live you know, and they use that as a justification, like, oh, the Bible says you should kill witches. But that's like a translation. We actually didn't have like um, the witches that we know of today until medieval ages. Mm -hmm. And I found some information that actually said that before the year, like uh, before like the 14th or 15th century, it was actually illegal in a lot of like, well, they didn't have nations. They had like kingdoms and stuff back then. It was illegal to believe in witches. And they, they considered believing in witches a form of heresy. But what about like, did
1: stuff like Merlin come later? Was that like, uh you know, was Merlin, that modern Merlin
0: is like interpretation? a wizard. Okay. Merlin is like a sorcerer. Yeah. So, you know, it's not clear to me the distinction because it seems that people acknowledge magic. Yeah. But they don't acknowledge the idea of a witch. They also have people who practice magic. And old women who practice magic, but they don't call them witches until the Middle eight, uh, middle Ages. Yeah. When there's a big kind of um, social change that happens. The Reformation happens, which is kind of like a reviewing of um, religious beliefs and practices up until that point. And that is when they start to put a big emphasis on you know, good versus evil. Are you aligned with God or are you aligned with the devil? And it's around this time that they start accusing people of witchcraft. They start accusing people of being witches. Um, and it says that it it only lasted for a period of about 200 years. When we think of, like, the medieval ages and witch hunting and the Salem witch trials and all of that, that is really pretty much centrally located to, like... um The northwestern parts of Europe, mostly England. Yeah. And I guess America with Salem. And America with Salem as an English colony. Yeah. Offshoot of that. But it's mostly, you know, it's mostly central to that area. It lasts for about a period of 200 years. And by some reports, they say in Europe at this time, tens of thousands of people were accused of being witches and put to death. It's Um, a bad time. Yeah.
1: I remember. Oh, I guess
0: what I'm just getting at here is like what we think of as witches and our kind of modern concept of witches. Yeah, it doesn't date back through all of history. No, it doesn't go back to ancient times in the way we think. Like the black hat, the black cat flying on a broom. (laughs) That's something that came maybe 500 years ago. Yeah, and was very prevalent for about 200 years where we were actively looking for witches. We got to find these guys. We got to round them up and burn them. And then we're like, maybe we don't, maybe we could cool off. Um, and then from that point on, you know, as you said, we still have witches, but they're like burning candles and trying to, you know, have sex with you, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) trying to like get their lottery numbers and, (laughs) and, uh, you know, grow a nice garden.
1: I wanted to say real quick that, uh, I don't, if we have viewers that aren't in America, um, they teach the Salem witch trial stuff in schools here. Uh, I remember as a kid being like excited to get to that, but then getting to it and it being like, oh, no, this is hellish. Like we we seriously did this to all these people. And it's like <laughs> I, in my head, I was like, oh, it's got to get to the, the witch section of history. But then it's like, oh, no, we just dunked a lot of people in the river.
0: Yeah, I mean, that part of the history lesson is more of a lesson in how cruel and stupid humans can be. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, this, this woman has a lot of money. It's a witch. burner. I'm broke, so I think we should do a test <laughs> on her and see if she is a witch, and if she is, I think I should get that money.
1: Yeah, and, and doing my research, it was really scary. Like, they, like, pretty much hogtied... These women and toss them in the lake, and they're like, "Well, if they float, uh yeah. I don't know if we're gonna get to that." But <laughs> oh, well, I have I have some stuff on that as well. Yeah,
0: you know, the that concludes my history lesson for today. Oh yeah, Both I mean, of yeah, the things that I want to talk about and in, in what I'm bringing to today's episode. We're gonna talk about like modern witches, yeah, and not not the kind we've been talking about, not the tantra, lovey-dovey, new age witches. We're talking about real ass witches, and more importantly, the people who hunt them. Because they're a bigger problem in modern society than the witches themselves. So stick around for that story. Yeah. But what do you have?
1: I have, like, I mean, I just want to go through the line here of what I do have because oh, yeah. we, we can figure out how to, like, kind of.
0: By the way, Go through this? Uh, we didn't even do like an introduction for this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we just
1: jumped right into it. Yeah, I think we were both excited for what we had to say. It's
0: Saturday at 12 o'clock, and oh, wow. you know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Mega Strange Podcast. Oh. Welcome, everybody, to the Mega Strange Podcast. We're your hosts, Johnny and Derek. This Hello. is the podcast where we talk about all things supernatural paranormal or just plain weird whether we're hunting bigfoot tracking down ufos discussing professional wrestling or if our video games are haunted make it strange is the podcast that covers it all today we are talking about witches real witches legendary witches uh this is the witch episode there's our introduction now we can get back into it thanks for tolerating my unprofessionalism
1: (laughs) oh no worries uh i don't know if that was for me or for the people at home but uh, i apologize for 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 anybody
0: who can hear me (laughs) if you're an earshot of my voice that i'm talking to you
1: so i definitely wanted to dive into like the history of witches here um
0: lay it on i wanted to kind
1: of figure out where like the first kind of uh i mean you talked about before like mentions of witches they weren't like necessarily like this is a witch uh it's like you know us looking back at modern times, we're like, oh, that might have been, you know, where this all came from. But mm-hmm. for me, the first thing I could really find was in the Odyssey. Um, I think it's Circe. Circe, am I pronouncing that right?
0: Circe is the witch who uh, turns Odysseus and his men into pigs.
1: Exactly. So that was kind of the first. Um, I mean, the Odyssey was a poem. It wasn't. It wasn't written down. So that was kind of the first mention of something that could vaguely be a witch. Um. And then I kind of figured out that the first kind of written iteration of witches is in the Bible, as you said, mm-hmm. but it was in the fucking badass version of the Bible, the Old Testament, the Torah, baby. Oh, wow. Jew- Jewish oh, people wow. represent. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> so the earliest records of a witch uh, in the Torah is in uh, the book of Samuel, thought to be written like 931 B.C., it tells yeah. the story of King Saul. So who,
0: that's like 3,000 years ago.
1: Yeah. King Saul, he saw, like, during a, a war uh, against the Philistines, he uh, sought a witch out or a necromancer, as they say, mm-hmm. to bring back the prophet Samuel to get, like, battle plans for this war. And uh, the translation's all over the place, but. In the uh, English version, it, it, uh, they state that this witch is called the Witch of Endor, which sounds so fucking badass.
0: Sounds like Star Wars. Yeah. I <laughs> the think witch I of Endor. read a book once about these witches on Endor. Maybe it was inspired by this story.
1: Um, and this was cracking me up because, you know, Christians, like modern day Christians, are very against like witchcraft and wizardry. Uh, so to have like blatantly in the Bible it say like the Witch of Endor, Um, I found a lot of information that like Christians,
0: but again, that could be a mistranslation. It could be like the sorceress of Endor or even like the pharmacist of Endor.
1: Yeah. A lot of people say it's closer to like necromancer, uh, in translation. Um, yeah. So like what Christian, uh, found trouble, with this passage has appeared to imply that the witches had successfully summoned the spirit of Samuel, therefore giving credence to the idea of necromancy and magic. So that, that I thought that was really funny to, like, in the Bible, there's just, like, definitive, like, so, magic.
0: Um, you talk about necromancy a lot in there, which yeah. is really interesting because, for me, in doing a lot of research for this and researching other subjects of evil magic and people who do, you know, dark things with their magic, right? Yeah. It often comes down to... Uh, your magic somehow involves a dead body or, like, using blood or mm. something. And it it transcends all different kinds of cultures because here in America, if you look at, like, um, Navajo legends, you hear about these evil witch-like people who were known as skinwalkers. Okay. Have you ever heard of a skinwalker? No. We'll do a whole episode about this oh, sometime. Shit. But basically, these are, like, shaman necromancers essentially who do blood magic uh and turn themselves into a creature that resembles like half human half wolf or half human half coyote okay um it's very hard to find information about skinwalkers because outside of the navajo community this stuff is not widely talked about or shared with outsiders but from what i've gleaned it's similar to what you're talking about yeah. in the Bible, where they talk about this witch of Endor is yeah. more of a necromancer. Mm. Um, And then, you know, we even find a lot of stories. I was kind of doing some research on the ancient Greeks yeah. and the witches that they talk about, Circe. And I actually have a story about another ancient witch. Yeah. But a lot of times they talk about these witches come from a part of like Eastern Central Europe. So hear me out here. I have some stuff on that as well. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me that you have stuff on this, that these traditional ancient stories of necromancers, of people who do black magic using dead bodies or blood or human body parts as uh, ingredients in their spells. Yeah. They often reference this part of Europe that essentially is Transylvania.
1: Oh, yeah. It's yeah. that
0: part of Europe. And mm. then my brain started thinking, like, what was happening in that part of Europe where the ancient Greeks are talking about they're doing weird blood magic there? We're getting stories of like vampires yeah. and werewolves coming out of that part of Europe. Now, the werewolf story is not that far fetched. Uh, very different from the story we get of skinwalkers here in Navajo, America, there is this loose thread connecting like these monsters that are animal, like that crave blood, that Mm. use blood. Um, there's a loose thread connecting all of them. The necromancers, the transformation, the location of Transylvania. It was very interesting to me. And then you think of like, again, my original question, what must have been going on? in that part of the world 3,000 years ago where seemingly all of these stories mm. are coming out of that region of people talking about this kind of dark and evil magic. It's, it's fascinating, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I had, like, for me, I in doing my research, I wanted to figure out where, like, why witches are, like, always female and have, like, the long nose and warts. And in doing research, I figured out so much weirdness. Is it cool if I get into this? Yeah,
0: let's talk about it. Okay,
1: so I mostly want, yeah, like I just said, I wanted to figure out like where that kind of came from. And everything pointed to this legend of like the Alps area in like parts of Germany and Austria. I found uh, there is this uh, goddess named Percha. You ever heard of Percha? I have not. So uh, I'm gonna have to bury my nose in my research here. But uh, purchase stems from the Germanic god named Hulda or Holly, who was the goddess who oversaw spinning. Do you know about spinning?
0: Like rotating?
1: No, no. You, like you know those like big wheels, like that sewing spinning, oh,
0: spinning like thread. Yeah. So the, spinning wheel.
1: Yeah. So this goddess would like people in the, the <clears throat> this area of, of Germany believe that there was this goddess of spinning. Um. She would usually check in around Christmas to make sure all the women of the household had finished their spinning. Okay. And it was like this really quaint story. Over time, this story morphed into like some unbelievable body horror shit. I don't know, because in my research, is like the, the the goddess Holda is like this beautiful, like blonde haired woman. But over time, Percha uh, morphed into this story of an old hag that lives in the, the mountains. I have a photo here. Okay. And you can see that this is kind of very witch-like. I'll put this photo up there. That, uh, you know, it's like, I feel like in these... uh, Long,
0: crooked nose, gnarled hands. Yeah. uh, uh, Very ugly. (laughs) Very ugly
1: woman. So I just want to read the legend of Percher real quick here. Okay. Um, Percher was said to roam the countryside at midwinter and to enter the homes during the 12 days between Christmas and Epiphany. Sorry,
0: the 12 days of Christmas.
1: So especially on the 12th night, she would uh, know whether the children and young servants of the household had behaved well and worked hard all year, similar to like Santa Claus. Um, If they had, they might find a small coin the next day in a shoe pail. If they had not, she would slit their bellies open, remove their stomach and guts, and stuff the hole with straw and pebbles. Wow. Brutal. Uh, She was particularly concerned to see the girls had spun the whole of their portion of flax or wool during the year.
0: This sucks. This story (laughs) is just to motivate young girls to make clothes on time. Yeah. This is like sweatshop horror. Uh,
1: She would also slip people's bellies open and stuff them with straw if they ate something on the night of her feast day. Uh, So pretty much, Percha kind of became like what modern people consider the Krampus.
0: You know about the Krampus? Yeah. So
1: apparently the story is just around in like Austria and Germany and it morphed even more to get even eviler oh no so now it always
0: gets more evil
1: yeah so apparently in some of these lore the, the in the in the perchin lore yeah the percha has an army of evil ass goat men named oh. perchin oh no and uh the perchin army
0: wait okay
1: yeah so there's apparently a a holiday now celebrated in uh austria and germany about percha and her perchen um so i don't know how to explain this holiday Derek. but the people of austria and germany they dress like these evil goat men and they run the fuck around the town
0: oh and they go from home to home yeah like it's basically trick-or-treating
1: yeah, and they fuck with you. Uh some places like it's different and I've I found that this holiday is different in each region. Some places I they, think I've
0: seen like the goat men trick or treat yeah, on video. There's
1: that, and then there's one places where they just dance around and do crazy shit. Um I have a clip of it if you want to see. It. Yeah, let's
0: fire it up. This is the Perchin Army. This is the Perchin army. Uh oh. My God. <laughs> oh that's
1: pretty loud. Um, Well, the music sucks. Yeah, so this is in I think Germany where it's like more of a festival, a dance festival. Dang, dude, Germans are goth. That's what I'm saying. I'm just going to we don't have to watch all this or anything. I just want to fast forward a little bit to when it gets uh, a big part of the festival is like lighting fires. Like this looks like a fucking metal band is about to play.
0: You know, America could be a lot cooler. Right? That's all I'm saying. We're too wholesome here in America.
1: Um, We need, we need
0: some evil witch holidays.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, it, 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 I guess we have Halloween, but...
0: They're always trying to introduce something stupid like Secretary's Day. Yeah. Or like National Teacher Day. I want the fucking witch goat army festival <laughs> holiday okay uh, I, I don't need to celebrate another middle class job for a holiday okay give me some party animal goats please i just want to
1: reiterate that that is a christmas uh celebration that rules <laughs> uh, that rules right isn't that fucking awesome uh here i have some more i'll put these photos on the screen of just like the the perchin running amok.
0: well since we're talking about ancient witches, can I talk about my ancient witch? Yeah,
1: that's pretty much all. I mean, I have one more thing about Salem, but we, I'll get into that later. I wasn't
0: even going to bring this up because, uh, you know, I, I'm, this is how my research started, and I kind of went down a different rabbit hole. Yeah. But um, I did find something interesting. Mm. There's this one witch. So you mentioned the Odyssey, right? Yes. And you mentioned it was a poem. Um, it wasn't written down for a long time. It was kind of uh, passed down by the spoken word. I think Homer like finally wrote it down, but people even debate if Homer was a real person or, yeah, I or don't, an amalgamation of several different authors.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, for people who don't know, it's like they they'd get around a fire and someone would usually tell the story. And then yeah. people don't know if Homer actually existed, but they someone wrote it down wrote it after down, yeah. passing it down for hundreds yeah. of years.
0: Well, there is one which that appears in several different works of classic literature. Uh A lot of times she appears in Roman literature. What I find so interesting about her is that over hundreds of years, different authors would take this one witch character and put her in their stories. She's kind of like the definitive uh, ancient witch in literature. Her name is Eric, though.
1: Eric, though. Eric, though. I was going to say similar to like how Frankenstein is in, or Frankenstein's monsters in several different yeah. things of media. So
0: Eric, though, is like Eric, a world-renowned in, in, in the ancient world, very strong Thessalian witch. She comes from the land of Thessaly, which I believe is north of Rome. And Thessaly supposedly was one of the most enchanted areas of ancient Rome, and a lot of strong witches would come out of Thessaly. But okay. Eric, though is a fictional witch who was like the strongest of them all. Um, The description of Eric, though, just to give you a mental picture, she's said to be disgusting and repugnant, horribly ugly. They say a dry cloud hangs above her. What does that even mean? Like pig pig pen from Peanuts. They literally describe her often with a dry (laughs) cloud hanging above her. Does that mean she smells bad? Is there like flies around her? A dry cloud hangs above her and her breath can poison otherwise healthy air. Jesus Christ. And again, this is described in ancient texts. It's not clear to me if she just got stank ass breath or if she can literally kill you with her breath. It says her breath will poison the otherwise good (laughs) air. Um, There's one Roman author named Lucan who wrote about Eric though um, in an epic poem and he made her the character of a prophet. And in this story, Um, the Roman emperor, Sextus Pompeius, that's what they call me visits Eric though. (laughs) Yeah. Um, to, to find out, uh, the outcome of a future battle that's going to happen similar to the Torah. Yeah. Yeah. Eric though lives in a graveyard, uh, near a battlefield because there's a civil war going on and this is a common field for people to do battle. She lives there. Um, they say that on this night when Sextus Pompeius comes to visit her, Eric though wanders amidst the battlefield and she seeks out a cadaver with uninjured tissue. She cleans the corpse, corpse's organs and fills the body with a potion consisting of, among other things, a mixture of warm blood, lunar poison, and, quote, everything that nature wickedly bears so as to bring the dead body back to life. What the fuck is lunar poison? I don't know. Maybe it's like period blood or something. Oh. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> I just made that up. I don't, it's I, I
1: can't get past Sext, Sextus Pompeius. What was his Pompeius, name? yeah.
0: <laughs> I, love, I love that name. Supposedly, the spell works, and the body is reanimated from the dead, but doesn't want to cooperate. The spirit is summoned, but at first it refuses to return to its old body. Eric, though threatens and commands the spirit by saying the entire universe she's she promises to in, uh, summon everything in the universe that i don't know it's kind of some weird language yeah, yeah yeah That god at whose dread name earth trembles immediately following the outburst the corpse is reanimated and offers a bleak description of a civil war happening in the underworld um and then he kind of tells sextus pompeius about this prophecy that he wants to know. Apparently all the soldiers who died in the civil war war on earth are still fighting in the afterlife. That's sick. Um, there's other stories of Eric though. Uh, one that was particularly disgusting. Um, let me try to find it here. It says that she, here we go. She delights in otherwise heinous and macabre acts involving corpses. I'm going to describe defiling some dead bodies here, so be warned, everybody. It's a metal episode. Eric, though, uh, when she finds that dead are confined in a sarcophagus, eagerly ravages every limb. She plunges her hands into the eyes and delights at digging out the congealed eyeballs and gnawing on the pallid nails and desiccated hands. Ooh. So she's like a wild animal. Yeah. Like feasting on these bodies. Um, So people kind of regard Eric, though, as like a witch's witch. She doesn't have... She's like a comedian's... Yeah, she doesn't have comedian. kind of the standard. She doesn't fly on a broom. She doesn't cackle. She doesn't have the cauldron. But, you know, from a perspective of she's horribly ugly, she's yeah. super repugnant, she's surrounded by dead bodies, she does scary dark magic. She is like, from a time before... We had the idea of the modern witch. She, she. Oh, people almost regard her as a proto witch. You know what I mean. She's like an A twenty four witch. She was the witch before we had witches. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's the story of Eric, though. Very, that was sick. very famous ancient witch. I love that. Um. Anyways, we're talking about the past, but I was saying how in modern day, mm-hmm. uh, the problem Let's with get modern baby. Yeah. The problem with witches. It's not so much the witches themselves. It's the people who hunt the witches. It's the people who believe that witches are real. Uh-huh. These are the real fucking villains.
1: Because
0: <laughs> they're the ones who are going out there and rounding up people and murdering them. Because yes. let's be honest, like, I even read something like, there aren't really witches. There's just people who believe in witches. And they do the real evil of this world. And let that sink in. Witches aren't fucking real. Yeah, There's it's- people who might believe in it you know as but it's a deep-rooted fear rationally of, like, and scientifically females. and logically we've never had definitive proof of like this person is a witch they can cast spells like it's never been it's an unproven thing yeah know? i mean we could say for all intents and purposes it's not a real thing they don't really exist yet <laughs> thousands of people have been killed in the name of of hunting down witches
1: yeah i think it's you know these puritans had some deep-rooted Mom issues and uh, fear of women. And I feel like a lot of that is what happened.
0: <laughs> so you know where witches are still really prevalent to this day? Africa.
1: Oh, in like, Africa. Yeah.
0: In African culture. And again, it's hard for us, I think, uh, being like Americans and, and, you know, having Halloween and movies, we have a very clear idea of what we think of witches. Yeah, And whenever we experience something from another culture, a lot of times it gets lumped into what we think a witch is. We might see a a woman who's a spellcaster from another culture, Mexico, South America, Asia, or Africa, and we'd be like, oh, it's a witch. I know what a witch is. But in those cultures, it's a completely different thing. In those cultures, it might be like a celebrated medicine person, a doctor, or a psychiatrist. And what those cultures, and these might be rather old cultures they might say it's magic and we would be like oh well maybe that's not a witch
1: yeah that's when we start getting into like like (laughs) racist interpretation like the concept of saying like black magic is it like no we don't think about it but that i i think it's like magic performed by a black person right like it's like racist in connotation also like voodoo Um, I
0: don't know, because I think black magic is a more just like dark and sinister tone. mm. If you're doing like dark and sinister magic, it's considered black magic. But I do think that there is kind of like racist overtones in modern American society. There is that connection. We think of, yeah, what you just said, voodoo and all of this spooky stuff um, that comes out of these kind of uh, marginalized communities Mm. for whatever reason, right? People trying to hold on to their religion. From whatever country they came from before America,
1: yeah, um, I think the the modern zombie take is is also yeah. deeply rooted in, it's in, in that up. stuff.
0: It's it's unfair because, yeah. like I said, the whole idea of witches is predominantly a uh, English idea. Yeah, like, witches were never more like it's one of. When you look at the articles on witches and the history of witches from around the world, the part about England is the biggest part of the article. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's where, like, the whole concept of witches that, as we know it, kind of came from. Yeah. Like I said before, I I found
1: little, like, I feel like the imagery came from, you know, like, Eastern European, like, places of, like, having all this lore of, like, old hags that, like, will try to steal children. Um, Or
0: even Western Europe. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. like That's the Western European idea. But being... So much of our society comes from the Western European view of society. Yeah. When we see other places, we put it through that lens. It's like, oh, I know what a witch is. And that is basically my point. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. When we talk about how witches are still prevalent in Africa, there's a cultural thing there in a lot of these African nations where the witch is not this outsider that needs to be discovered and destroyed in the way that we see witches. To them, a witch might be a more integral part of society it might be like a magical healer and a yeah. necessary member of the community.
1: Yeah, it's like a, it's a made up American word, but witch doctor. Yeah, Like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a shitty way of saying like healer.
0: At the same time, there is still a lot of fear of witches. And yeah. there's still a lot of witch hunters out there in Africa to this day. That being said, I did find that like, for example, in the Democratic Republic of Congo, in 2006, a report came out that said between 25,000 and 50,000, between 25 and 50,000 children had been accused of witchcraft and thrown out of their homes. 50,000 children. That's some coney shit. These children had often been suggest, uh, subjected to violent exorcisms. Sometimes these exorcisms were supervised by pastors of a church, Shit. violent exorcisms, 50,000 children. Um, that's in Congo. In reading, in doing my research on this, I came across this little bit of information. Check this out. And this episode's going to go on for a little bit longer because I got to talk to you all about penis snatchers. Uh. Uh, so <laughs> hold on. Hear me out here. Penis snatchers. Here the, so, in doing this we research, we got sect, Sextus. I came across this story that said in 2008 in Kinshasa, um, in the Democratic Republic of Congo, in the city of Kinshasa, the police arrested 14 suspected victims and a couple of sorcerers accused of being the sorcerers were accused of being penis snatchers or using black magic. To make somebody's penis shrink or disappear. Now, at first... Give them the pool dick. Hear me out here. I read that and I was like, okay, that's interesting. That's kind of weird. Then I started doing some research about uh, the neighboring country of Ghana. Yeah. Now, in Ghana, they actually have something... Great cinema. They have something called witch camps. In Ghana, there is such a problem with people being accused of being witches and these women suffer violence and persecution, they will leave their community and go and live in what are called witch camps. And these are camps for people who are accused of witchcraft to live. These okay. witch camps, they go back maybe 100 years. Um, and there's an estimated 1,000 women living in witch camps all over Ghana. Ghana is the only country really in the world that has these witch camps. Yeah. The government of Ghana... They're trying to get rid of the witch camps, but they don't know what to do because it's like, well, where are the witches going to go? People still believe that these people are that these women are witches.
1: It's hard when you, it's just so deeply rooted in yeah. your culture to believe in, in witches and stuff.
0: Um, and then I was reading in Ghana in reading about these witch camps. It said about 10 years ago, 12 alleged penis snatchers <laughs> were beaten to death.
1: Oh, no, it was Ghana. funny. and got sad.
0: It is. It is sad. Penis what snatchers. is it? What? What? I, I had to know. What are penis snatchers?
1: I, I, and I did
0: a deep dive on penis snatchers.
1: It's a fear of women. It's so just ge- a deep fear of women. So check this out,
0: everybody. <laughs> First of all, now let me go a little bit off topic here. Let me read you something that talks about witchcraft in the US and Europe. Okay. But we're staying on the topic of penis snatchers all for right. a second.
1: That sounds like a, like a critters movie.
0: In the late Middle Ages in Europe, it was believed that men could lose their penises through magical attacks by witches. There is a 15th century European manual for witchcraft investigations called the Malleus Maleficarum. And in the Malleus Maleficarum, there are stories of men claiming that their genitals had disappeared... Or had been, quote, hidden by the devil so that they can neither be seen nor felt. And they were said to have reappeared after the men had appeased the witches responsible for snatching them. Uh wait, wait, hold on. Okay. The best part of this story in the Malleus Maleficarum, witches were said to store the stolen penises in bird nests or small boxes. <laughs> where they would move themselves small box, come where on. they would would move themselves like living members and eat oats and corn so
1: you have like a cousin let, it let that or a sink uh, in. What, like a what was the adam family guy the the hand cousin it yeah no it is the the hair guy right oh thing thing yeah so you have like a thing penis like a
0: thing penis like dragging itself let this sink like in it, everybody watching this episode in this happened in europe Okay, we think we're, I'm here talking about, oh, in Africa, there are yeah. of witch uh, <laughs> penis snatchers. In England, they had the same problem. What is it with people being obsessed with blaming witches for their penises disappearing?
1: Deep fear of women.
0: Now, let me tell you, uh, in, in, in exploring penis snatchers, I found <laughs> out, so there is a medical, there's a mental condition called uh. Koro. K-O-R-O. It's like phantom dick. Koro. Yeah. Uh it's 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 also known as shrinking penis syndrome. It's acknowledged. <laughs> oh, by, I got the opposite of that. It's acknowledged by the DSM 5. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a form of body dysmorphia where you are convinced that your penis is shrinking or disappearing. And there is a close correlation with Koro. And the belief in witches, basically, for whatever reason, all throughout history, all over the world, men have been convinced that witches were shrinking their penises. (laughs) And this goes way back. Now, Koro um, comes from like southern China. Okay. And it's it's apparently culturally uh, from this region of southern China where there's an epidemic of people having this mental disorder. There's an epidemic of men thinking that their penises are disappearing due to spellcraft or supernatural powers. Now, this is interesting. Okay. Traditionally, in these regions of China, there's an old folk legend that says your penis can retract into your stomach, and if you don't get it to come back out, you will die. It's fatal. So... When talking about I have coro, no words. <laughs> when talking about coro, there's two types of coro. There is um, oh my gosh, I want to make sure I get it right. where did I put my paper here? Oh, oh, here we go. There's non-cultural coro,, okay. where you believe your penis is shrinking, but it has none of the other symptoms. And then there's classical culture bond. Type coro where you think your penis is disappearing and you think you're going to die if you don't get it to come back and you have like an acute anxiety, like a very real anxiety about your your oncoming death. Isn't this amazing?
1: Yeah, I'm just I can't stop thinking about. Did you ever see that video where they uh, interviewed that guy who can't stop coming? Did you ever no. see that video? That shit is, like, the concept is funny, and then it's really sad when you watch it, where he's just like, yeah. Uh, uh, like, he's just like, <laughs> it's you know, after the t- uh, time, it's 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 not great. Um, <laughs> maybe a witch. That's um, the opposite. Uh, curse yeah, that guy. He, he does
0: sound like he's bewitched. Yeah. Uh, so basically, last thing on Koro, uh, it's not really, your, your penis isn't really, like, doing anything. Yeah. It's, it's just a mental thing. Um, but sometimes men will resort to yanking on their penises to stop it from shrinking. A little bit of jolking action. Or they will anchor their penis where they attach a heavy weight to it. Now, I've seen videos of people from different countries (laughs) who lift weights with their penis. And now I'm thinking, like, wait, is that a response to a cultural, like, belief in, like, Witchcraft, I guess so. Link. Is that is the are there magical implications to the penis anchoring? Are you counteracting some? Yeah, sort of, are you protecting yourself against They're a magical like, attack? Try to
1: shrink this shit. <laughs> this yeah. it's like fucking giant weight. It's crazy.
0: So it's happening all over Africa. By the way, another thing that I read about happening in the uh, Democratic Republic of, Cong- of Congo is they believe in magical warfare and they will actually bring witches in to cast spells on their armies like bulletproofing spells okay and they say that they know that on an individual level the spell doesn't work but on a group level it does and they actually have reports that show that an uh, uh a combat unit that has been hit with a bulletproofing spell will perform better in combat than a unit that doesn't They don't know why, but they think it's possibly because that combat unit believes that the unit as a whole.
1: Oh, it's like the secret
0: (laughs) will be less susceptible to getting hit by enemy bullets. Maybe on an individual level, this guy will get hit. That guy will get hit. But as a group, the spell will protect them more than a group that is unenchanted. And the spell fucking works. Oh, shit. The spell works. I don't know if the spell works to protect them from getting shot, but it makes them <laughs> braver and it makes them fight harder in combat. So they believe in magical warfare. It's pretty wild.
1: Uh, I, I'm cracking up right now. I feel like you got so excited about all of this that you like on
0: the screen here, you, you, you like went like across the fucking frame. You got so real. Like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let me get back into the frame here. Yeah. Uh, I was really excited. To yeah, get, no, that was awesome. Find out about that. <laughs> And so the last thing that I have to share with everybody today, I want to bring it back to... Because, you know, these strange stories from Africa are, are interesting, but sometimes we like to think, like, that would never happen in our world. But let me tell you about something called Project Violet. Project Violet is a special division of the police force in the United Kingdom. And Project Violet is to protect um, children who have been accused of being witches in the UK. Now, as I mentioned, uh, in the Congo, they accuse children of being witches. This happens all over the world. This happens in the UK as well. And there have been violent exorcisms of these children who are accused of being witches. Sometimes these children even end up being murdered. And that's why Project Violet exists to to identify these cases and to swoop in and rescue these children before they are abused. Um, Oftentimes it is stepchildren or children who are seen as different for a a wide range of of reasons, Um, but for whatever reason, they're at risk of being accused of witchcraft. Sometimes the children are like beat up or have chili pepper rubbed in their eyes as part of the exorcism process. And they say that a lack of awareness among social workers, teachers, and other professionals is really causing a problem because nobody even knows that this is happening. Um, And I read that there's like a money scam involved as well. Like a pyramid scheme or something? Not so much a pyramid scheme. Of course, I can't uh, bring it up here. But essentially, like pastors of churches will accuse a child of being a witch and then uh, will charge money to perform the exorcism Uh. and then just brutalize that child. And they've actually started putting the word out um, amongst like schools and teachers in the UK that if a child comes to you and says that my pastor has accused me of being a witch, that is a sign that that child's life is potentially in danger. And you need to contact the authorities, uh, something like Project Violet, so that they could get in touch with that family and see what's going on and make sure that that child is protected because the belief that they are a witch puts their life at risk. And this is in the modern day oh. uh, UK.
1: So it's like uh, child protective services, but for these children, they're thought to be witches.
0: For children who are accused of accused. being Accused,
1: okay. Yeah. that's Yeah, that's really sad.
0: To me, I find it interesting that it's such a problem that the authorities have uh, made their own task force to take it on. I yeah. mean, that's gotta say something.
1: Yeah, that, uh, it, it proves that it's a very this, real problem. This is
0: not just like one case or, or two cases. This is like, we need an active division to tackle this issue.
1: <laughs> um, I had a final thing okay. I wanted to get into here. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Salem. Yeah. Just to you know get some of that stuff in the mix here. Uh, I want to talk about Grace Sherwood. You ever heard of Grace Sherwood? No. Um, some people call her the Witch of Pungo. Uh, this was a, a, like, I think she was technically the last person tried as a witch uh, in all of, I, I, I don't or know if this America? is. America? Yeah, in America, yeah. I, I don't think this is actually Salem. But uh, Grace Sherwood, she was like a farmer. She was a midwife. Uh, a lot of people said at the time she was like a healer. Uh, she She would like collect herbs and stuff and like, Give people like a lot of herbal medicine, and you know what that means? People are gonna think you're a witch. So, um, this woman got accused multiple times. Um, her first case was in nineteen uh or 1697. She was accused of casting a spell on a bull, resulting in its death.
0: Oh no! Uh, but the uh, <laughs> she cursed the, the
1: bull. The person who uh accused her, they they had a an agreement. They 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 settled. Um, the following year, she, she was, uh, uh, accused again by two neighbors. Uh, and they, they said she supposedly bewitched the hogs and cotton crop. Um, and that, uh, at the time you had to show proof if you accuse someone of being a witch. So, uh, that person who just, uh, accused her of, uh, you know, bewitching their hogs and destroying their cotton crop had no proof so Sherwood was able to sue back for slander so uh, that's cool um and then in that same year after all of that uh this person Elizabeth Barnes uh, alleged that Sherwood uh, had assumed the form of a black cat entered Barnes's home jumped over her bed uh drove and whipped her and left via keyhole wow So that was an that this is in America. And like she
0: snatched her penis on the <laughs> way out too. <laughs> she,
1: fucking, she thought she turned into a cat, whipped her, and then jumped through a keyhole. Yeah, the imagery is strong.
0: Just imagine a little cat holding a bullwhip, whipping you while you're asleep, and then the cat slips out the keyhole.
1: Okay. <laughs> so then, in um, after that, in 1706, this was the big one. Uh, Sherwood was accused of bewitching her neighbor Elizabeth Hill, oh. causing a miscarry. So this one was the big one. People like are like, you've been accused multiple times. Mm. This is serious. This is a a, a baby uh, was involved now. So um, she was examined by a jury of twelve. After that, um, okay. this was super interesting to me. But uh, they they made sure the jury was all women. Um, and uh, the the quote I found said, quote ancient and knowing women were appointed uh, for making sure her body didn't have marks of the devil. That was a a, a telltale sign of someone was a witch. If they had a marking
0: that was, yeah, which was like a birthmark or a scar or something, usually a birthmark.
1: So they discovered two marks on her. And here's the most interesting part. One of the uh, ancient and knowing women was Elizabeth Barnes. The woman that accused her of being a witch that jumped through a keyhole
0: so, oh, well, I'm sure she got a fair trial. Um I'm sure Elizabeth Barnes was like, look, I know I was being crazy. Yeah. This is totally unrelated. I do still think you're a witch. <laughs> um, so of course, they were like, All right, what
1: she's clearly a witch. We gotta do the classic. Um, so they de- determined that uh They her, didn't do the water test, did they? They, they did the water test. Oh, God. They they decided that uh her innocence would be proven. If uh, they did ducking, which is where they would uh, throw a woman tied up into uh, the river, and if she floated, uh, that meant she was a witch. Um, I think most of the time they did wood float because
0: Uh, bodies the People were trying not to drown.
1: Yeah. Um, So at about 10 a.m. on July 10th, 1706, Sher was taken down to a dirt lane now known as the Witch Duck Road. Um, to a plantation near the mouth of Lynnhaven River. Um, they threw off the boat. Or just before they threw off the boat, she she uh, they have her quoted as saying, before this day be through, you will all get a worse ducking than I. So that's some
0: uh, poetic stuff. Uh, How come in these stories, the people who are accused of witches always say some very witch-like shit right before they get killed? I think every time it's yeah. like you know what? I am a fucking witch and I'm going to curse your ass. And then they're like, well guys, we knew it all along, right? Another witch in our books. Let's go find the next one. I think every time I think just the
1: amount of anxiety and pressure that you're put, like, you know, you're not a witch and you have like all these people gaslighting you. I think at the end of the day, you're just like, I guess I'm a fucking witch. I don't know. They're telling me I'm a witch. I think that's just what happens. So they threw her in the water. She she floated. She she uh you know ended up floating. So what they did is they 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 fished her out. Okay. They uh chained a Bible around her neck. Okay. And threw her back in the the lake tied up. Uh, there's not a lot of there's like some writings about this, but it's like kind of hearsay at this point. People claim that she was able to untie herself and get out of uh the ropes and come to shore again and people claim that she would just like swim around the boat laughing and just like mocking them and they're like, "Ooh, this witch i hate her um but this was the most so then they shot her <laughs> this is what was so interesting to me here yeah. usually if that happened immediately like hanging or burning they sentenced her to jail like they imprisoned her for seven years okay so she was the first kind of convicted witch Um, to go to jail. Uh, and they, they claimed later on that they were going to try her again. I think in that seven years, the like witch craze just kind of blew away. And so she was able to leave and live the rest of her life as a
0: convicted witch. Nice. You Um, paid your debt to society, ma'am. Now don't be a witch again. You hear me? We're going to let you out, but no more witch shit.
1: Um, yeah, she was able to to live the rest of her life quietly in the banks of Muddy Creek off the Muddy Creek River.
0: Yeah, real fucking quiet, I bet. Muddy Creek Road. You just served 7 years in jail for being a witch. Are you going to fucking make a peep? I don't even know if I would like make eye contact with somebody if I crossed the street having been sent to jail for 7 years yeah. over some made up shit. I I mean, it's hard to say, but like I I
1: think she was probably, I don't know, she'd probably mentally broken at that point. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Fucking traumatized. Uh
1: but she was she she uh died at 80. Um so she she did live a, a long life I would say. Um she was believed to die uh around 1740. Okay. But I uh you know in, in 2000 I'm sorry, let me gather my words here. I think they tried to make amends in uh July 2006. Uh, on the 300th anniversary of Sherwood's conviction, governor Tim Kaine granted an informal pardon to officially restore her good name. And they have, they have Tim
0: Kaine, the guy who ran for vice president with Hillary. I think so. Oh, Tim Kaine is pro witch. (laughs) Makes a lot of sense. It's funny. Everything I was doing research to, it always kept naming the year 2006. I feel like 2006 was the year of the witch.
1: Yeah. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Uh, I just want to say that they, they put up a statue of her. That's it. It's in Virginia beach. Sorry.
0: Well, we got to go visit it sometime.
1: Yeah, I'm down. That's
0: another destination for uh, the Mega strange road trip. We got to go to the witches statue in Virginia beach.
1: Uh, That wasn't uh, any close or wasn't close to being uh, as fun as penis snatchers, but I thought that was a quaint little story about like American bullshit and witches.
0: And uh, I thought it, I mean, it didn't have a happy ending, but... i gonna be thinking about penis snatchers for a long yeah. time after today. I think what <laughs> I discovered uh, for this episode kind of changed my view on what is possible in the world. Um, but yeah, I do also believe that that brings us to the end of our episode.
1: Yeah, I, I just want to say real quick, I'm, I'm really happy about this episode because I knew the way we both work, it wasn't going to be just like talking about green witches and broomsticks. We, I feel like we went deep and found the... The lore of witchcraft.
0: We tried to go a little bit off the beaten path yeah. for today's episode, but please, if you feel like there's anything we left out, any classic witch stories that you've heard of, leave them in the comments. Let us know. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of uh, what people who are viewing may have experienced. What, they're, what You know, what's the common person's experience with yeah. witchcraft? I don't think I... Know anybody? I know a couple of, like girls who work in coffee shops who claim to be witches. But other than that, like I, they don't I know really run into my life at people all. People
1: who are into astrology, I don't know if that's like a form of witchcraft.
0: But that's well, all I know. Let us know if you uh, have any stories about witches. If you find any topics about witches you want us to cover, you can put those in the in the comments as well, and maybe we'll do a follow up episode episode someday because this is a very vast and dense topic. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for watching everybody. Uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please, uh, you know, subscribe to our channel. If you haven't so already turn on notifications, uh, leave a comment anyways, just say good job because the algorithm loves the engagement. And it's the number one thing you can do to help boost our show here, bring it to the masses and make us even more successful than we already are. Even though we're taking over the world as it is, what are you laughing at? over I just there?
1: The idea of, of this video just only having comments that say good job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there, now that you've said that there's going to be probably more comments on this video than yeah. any other video. Yeah, it's just going to be people say good job. And good job. And I'm cool with that. Yeah, me too. Um, Hey, follow us on Instagram at, uh, make a strange podcast, or you can follow us individually. I'm at Derek Acosta only I'm at Catboy underscore slim. And we will be back next week with another strange episode about what is going on in this wild and crazy world of ours. This is the make a strange podcast. Thanks for watching everybody. We'll see you next time. You're not going to say bye. Oh, goodbye.